This is Contractor Sense with Ruth King. Welcome to Contractor Sense. Here you discover ideas, tactics, news, and information that matters to your contracting business and you. I'm your host, Ruth King. This episode is sponsored by Profitability Movement. Google profitability-movement to join this community of business owners focused on building profit, increasing wealth, and giving back. Thank you for joining us. Here is how we will help your business and you today. I recently had the honor and privilege of leading a roundtable for the Painting Contractors of America. And my topic was financial mistakes, you know, and avoiding financial mistakes. So I had this painter look at the title of our roundtable and going, I don't make financial mistakes and walk off. Now, egotistical, yes. I actually knew what his business looked like because we are human. (laughs) You know, we make mistakes. I make mistakes. You make mistakes. Your bookkeeper makes mistakes. Your CPA makes mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. You know, the likelihood of this guy's business being perfect, especially from a financial perspective, is probably pretty minuscule. So I looked at it and went, okay. You can't help everybody, but you're listening to this. So I'm going to give you some procedures to put in place to minimize the financial mistakes. Now, I'm, I'm not going to talk about operational mistakes or marketing mistakes or sales mistakes or anything like that. These strictly come from the financial mistake arena. And the key is to recognize them, obviously, fix them, obviously, and try not to make them again. I mean, one of the things my dad always told me was, you know, if if you make a mistake, learn from it. And that's okay because the mistake is not, you know, it's a learning experience. And we all need lots of learning experiences and we become better as a result of them. All right. So here's the first of the five procedures. I need you or basically your bookkeepers or whomever's handling your books to reconcile all of your bank accounts all of your credit card accounts, and all of your vendor accounts each month. Your bookkeepers generally do this, all right? However, you, if you're going to own a business, have to oversee the process and receive the reconciliation reports. That's the key. The bookkeeper does the reconciliations. Everything reconciles. There's a report that gets printed out showing the balances and showing that the reconciliation balanced. Yeah, print it out or she prints it out or he prints it out and gives it to you. This way, you know, the reconciliations are correct. Now, can they fake it? Yeah. But the reality is most of them aren't even giving you the reports right now. They're just dumping them in a drawer if they're doing them at all. You want to know that the accounts are reconciled. You want to know that your bank statement was reconciled. You want to know that your vendor accounts are reconciled. I mean, we all make mistakes, all right? Your vendors make mistakes. Your employees make mistakes. I make mistakes. You make mistakes. And sometimes you get invoices for companies with very similar names that are not your invoices. I've seen this over and over and over again. You might be ABC Company, and another one of their customers might be ABC Inc. So you get the invoices for ABC Inc. and your ABC Company. 
those are not your invoices. And unless somebody's really looking at it on a monthly basis, i.e. your bookkeeper, and making sure that your purchase orders match and your jobs match and everything else matches, and it's reconciled at the end of the month, you have no idea whether your vendors are sending you invoices from a company with a close name like yours. All right, so this is why reconciliation reports are so important. Now, if you want to see whether the bank accounts um, have been reconciled, it's really easy to do that. You can go in QuickBooks, you just go into, into the banking part of it and you hit reconcile and it will tell you the last reconciliation date. Hopefully it wasn't two years ago. Your reconciliation should be done every single month. And you want to make sure, um, ask your bookkeeper for the reconciliation reports. The first time you ask for one, she might, you know, faint and and go, ups, I got to do these now if she hasn't been doing them. But if she's been doing them on a month-by-month -month basis, she's probably kept all the reports showing that everything balances in a file, and you're likely to get a file that's two inches thick. This is what you want to have happen, knowing that the that everything balances and that it's been going on on a month-by-month-by-month -month -by -month basis. That would be the best of everything that could happen. If not, then you have to enforce reconciliation of all of your credit card accounts, of all of your vendor accounts, and all of your bank statements every single month. You know, we talked about vendor accounts. We didn't talk about the credit card statements. How do you know that an employee is not charging personal things to your business account unless you reconcile the credit cards, all right? The really good bookkeepers even ask you, I need that receipt for that credit card payment you just made. I mean, they're really, really important to make sure that it's a legitimate expense, all right? So this is where you want to go with this and making sure that they're all reconciled and they're all have all the reports that you get to see every month. That's number one. Number two is to look at the checks as you sign them. Now, we're signing less and less checks all the time. A lot of things are going through ACH, direct withdrawal, direct deposit, credit cards, because quite frankly, you want your, your points so that you can go on trips and stuff like that, and everybody else does. If I look at the um, credit card expenses for everybody that I work with, it, has, it goes up almost exponentially every single year. More and more people are putting things on credit cards. Less and less people are using cash and checks. All right, so you're going to use less cash and checks also. And make sure if you still are signing checks that you're looking at the checks. True story, I was sitting in a contractor's office and we're talking about business and all of a sudden he starts laughing. And I promise you, what we were talking about was not that funny. I said, what's going on? And he turns around a payroll check. And this was the days before we went to direct deposit and, and we went for a lot of different reasons, but um, the check was written for you know, what should have been like a thousand and something was written for 10,000 and something. Eh, what's another $9,000? Can you imagine what would happen if he hadn't been looking at that check? The employee would have gotten it, saw the 10 grand and went, hey boss, thank you. and spent it instantly, you would not have gotten it back other than through payroll deductions for a long period of time. So 
those are the first two things to minimize mistakes. Number one, reconcile your bank accounts, your credit card accounts, and vendor accounts. And number two, to look at the checks that you sign as you're signing them. When we get back from the break, I'll give you the last three. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. Are you one of the contractors who enjoys getting and analyzing your financial statements each month? If not, it's probably because you haven't taken the time to discover what your profit and loss statement and balance sheet are telling you. And you probably are not making good business decisions based on timely, accurate financial statements. You know you have to do something about this, but where do you turn? Ruth Kings makes your financial statements fun and sexy online course. These easy to understand four sessions explain financial statements in English rather than accounting babble. You'll discover what your financial statements mean and how to analyze them each month. Then you'll have the info you need to spot minor issues and take care of them before they become major crises and run you out of cash. Enroll today. Click on the link in the show notes or call us at 770-729-0258. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. We're talking about five procedures to put in place to minimize financial mistakes. And before the break, I asked you to reconcile all your bank accounts, credit card accounts, and vendor accounts every month and get the reconciliation reports from your bookkeepers. I don't expect you to do the reconciliation. That's your bookkeeper's job. But you have to make sure that everything balances. And the second thing we talked about was looking at the checks you sign as you are signing them. If they don't make sense, question them. Number three is to look at your bank accounts online every day. I have seen, I mean, recently especially, I've seen cases where, you know, if you signed a check for $487, it cleared the bank for $1,487. It's not one of your employees who's stealing. It's a vendor's employee who's stealing. And that's always a fun conversation. Obviously, you want your $1,000 back. But the reality is that vendor may not know that one of his employees is stealing. And if he's doing it or she's doing it to you, they're probably doing it to other of their customers. And the owner of that business really and truly needs to know about it. Okay. So when you when you do it, you say, look, you know, your invoice to us was $487. We wrote you a check for $487. When it cleared our bank account and it cleared at $1487, I'm happy to show it to you. And you may have to because they're going to be shocked and surprised and everything along those lines. And somebody there stealing. And that's not a fun conversation. That's not a fun thing for him to go find out who's stealing either. The other reason that you're going to do it is you're going to look at everything to make sure it is correct or seems to be correct. And about a year or so ago, we had um, the bookkeeper for one of my clients always looked at the, the bank account every day. He didn't the owner necess- didn't necessarily do it, but the bookkeeper did. And one day he noticed those two little deposits. One was like two cents. And the other one's like 87 cents or something like that, which are done generally to make sure that a bank account is real and operating before, you know, as you are signed, sign, excuse me, as you are setting up a new account or a new ACH or whatever else it is. And he thought, ah, owner was just setting up a new account and forgot to tell me because they're, you know, they're busy. Next day, bank calls. Did you just authorize two $25,000 withdrawals from your checking account? No. 
those two little things of the two cents and the 87 cents or whatever they were, were proof that the bank account was legit. And then they were trying to steal money out of it. All right. You know, it's, it's really hard right now because there are really, really bad guys out there and they have access to random number generators and they have access to trying so many things that it doesn't even have to be human until they hit on a, a, a good credit card number or a good bank account number. And if it's a credit card number, they'll start stealing little bits from that credit card to see whether it gets noticed. And then, you know, or bank account, they'll try and do what they did try to do to my client. So you have to look at your bank statements online every single day. It's takes less than five minutes because 99.99999% of the time, everything's legit. And you can have peace of mind that, okay, if somebody's stealing, it's going to be a little bit harder to steal. Okay. All right. Number four is to make sure that your proposal pricing is correct. So we're getting many, many more pricing increases um, every month, every quarter, whatever else it is. And you've got to make sure that you are increasing your prices to cover these supplier increases. So if you're using markups, you know, if something increases by $10, you have to increase the price by $10 times the markup. Um, and then if you're giving cost of living increases, make sure that you include the additional payroll taxes in the increases, for example. So let's say you're giving everybody a 5% cost of living increase. Then you should really add 6.5% to your prices to cover the additional payroll taxes, workers' comp, benefits, you know, all the fun payroll taxes that we get to pay on top of the, the 5% increase. So generally what I see is that it's about 30%. So if the pay increase is going to be $5 instead of 5%, you're going to increase everything by $6.50, which is $5 times 1.3. If the pay increase is $10, you're going to increase it to $13, which is 10 times 1.3. So it's a really good way of, it's a good rule of thumb. You may find that you're slightly under 30%, or that you're slightly over 30%. If you're over 30%, do what's actual, obviously. But it's a good rule of thumb for an average nationwide about payroll taxes as a percentage of payroll. Okay. And last but not least is to get your financial statements on time every month and review them. All right. I have been talking about this forever, and so you you all should not be surprised that I included this as number five. You know, look at your balance sheets. If there are negative values where they shouldn't be or values to you that just don't make sense, fix the mistakes. If your P&L shows a negative gross margin, come on, we can't buy a part and sell it for 80 cents. That's a negative gross margin. You've got to figure out what's going wrong. 99 times out of 100, the there are material expenses for work that you haven't billed for. That's generally what happens when gross margins are negative, unless you have a huge warranty month. So those are the two reasons why you might have a negative gross margin. But anyway, your gross margin should be positive. It should not be negative. And it also shouldn't vary you know, up and down like a sine wave every single month. Um, 
you know, there's lots of places that you can get help. There's lots of places to look. I mean, if you go on to HVAC Channel TV, I have a lot of products that you can use, come to class, whatever else it is, or find somebody you like who can teach you about the financial side of business. It's absolutely critical so that you can spot the minor issues and take care of them before they become major crises. Okay, just as a review, here are the five procedures to put in place to avoid or fix financial mistakes. Number one, reconcile all your bank accounts, credit card accounts, and vendor accounts. You as the owner should see the reconciliation reports. Number two, look at the checks as you sign them as you're signing them. They don't make sense. Question it and don't sign it. Number three, look at your bank accounts every day online. Make sure that a check that you wrote for, you know, $500 didn't come back as $1,500. Number four, make sure that your proposal pricing is correct. Supplier increases, payroll increases. Make sure they both get added to the costs and you have your new prices to customers. And number five, get your financial statements on time. That'll help you spot minor issues before they become major crises and fix them before they do. So thank you for joining us. Choose one thing you discovered and please implement it in your business. These ideas, tactics, and strategies help you make more money, have more free time, and give back. If you like today's program, spread the word. Please review this podcast on any device you're listening to it on. Help a fellow contractor make more money too. For comments or questions, call me at 770 729 0258 or email ruthking at hvacchannel.tv. Thanks for listening. Have a great and profitable day.